Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Four More Marks, 2 Timothy chapter 2. When I was a child, I remember driving out to the country to visit my favorite aunt and uncle, who were almond growers, or they called them almonds. Though only about 70 miles east of my Northern California home, it felt like the boonies compared to my city living. Yet today, my cousins are farmers in Central California, growing cherries, corn, tomatoes, almonds, and walnuts. There are no harder working folks than farmers, day in, day out, up very early, dealing with changing weather, drought, market trends, and pressures. However, there is the satisfaction that comes from seeing the work of their hands, their blood, sweat, and tears realized. There is the tedious aspect of sowing and also the joy of the harvest, or as Paul called it, the fruit of their labor. He writes, and hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Think about what I am saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. So friend, in your life right now, are you like a farmer in any respect? Would you say you are planting seeds in anyone's life, such that there will be a harvest one day? You and I are called to be farmers in regard to our Christianity, working hard to plant seeds of faith and doing things to nurture and grow others toward God. Jesus used examples from everyday life and living for his listeners to easily grasp spiritual topics, such as he did in the parables. Similarly, I love how Paul makes the comparison of the effective Christian life to simple concepts like steward, soldier, and athlete in the last briefing that I talked about. Things well known in the first century and just as relatable for us in the 21st century. Remarkable, really, how the scripture has stood the test of time. And now for more pictures. Farmer, I we just mentioned, workman, vessel, and servant. Paul cautioned Timothy about his handling, interpretation, and teaching of God's word. Indeed, all teachers of the word must be prudent and careful, always standing for truth, yet not getting pulled into entangling arguments about extraneous things. Paul writes, Remind everyone about these things and command them in God's presence to stop fighting over words. Such arguments are useless, and they can ruin those who hear them. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive His approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly explains the word of truth. Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This kind of talk spreads like cancer, as in the case of Hymenius and Philetus, They have left the path of truth, claiming that the resurrection of the dead has already occurred. In this way, they have turned some people away from the faith. That's verses 13 through 18. Then Paul writes, But God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are His. Friend, does he know you as his? Hmm. And all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. 
In a wealthy home, some utensils, or vessels, are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the Master to use you for every good work. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. You see, to be used of God, we must seek God in purity, cleansed of our sin, living out of pure hearts, ready to be filled with Him and then poured out for others, like vessels. Don't argue. It shows you think you must prove a point that you are right. Instead, in humility, look for ways to serve others, even as our Lord washed the feet of His disciples. Paul finishes out the chapter. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts, and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap, for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. So, steward, soldier, athlete, farmer, worker, servant, or vessel, all captured in Second Timothy chapter 2. At different times, our Christian life and experience might call forth any or all of these things from us if we are to be effectively used of God. Something to think about. If you'd like to read this or print it out, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title of this one, Four More Marks.